0: Hey everyone, welcome to the hardest part of the podcast. It's take 516. But anyway, I'm doing great. My guest today is one of my best friends, one of the loves of my life, and just a genuinely good human being. Uh, He's a composer, and he is a visual artist. I'm just... You know how hard this shit is, man. Trying to come up with a little... Freaking line to say to all of you people, it's just rough, man. I'm trying to be perfect, I'm trying to be really professional about this, but you know, it's just one of my best friends, and I want to be as professional as possible for him, especially for this episode. I'm just going to be completely honest with you all this crap is hard, and you know what? I'm going to get through it, and we're going to get better over time, but this is one of those instances where I'm having a rough time, so you know what? I'm going off the book. Here it is. His name's Elliot Loop. He's one of my best friends. He's a freaking great man. I lived with him for two years, so I know all the juicy details of how he operates at home, which is hilarious, by the way. He is currently pursuing his master's at Western Michigan. He's a composer, a visual artist, a sound editor, amazingly talented, and a freaking force to be reckoned with. Can't even say reckoned with right. Damn. Please welcome my best friend, Elliot Loop. We're alive. Hi, Elliot. Hello. Hello. How you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing well, dude. How How's your,
0: are you? I'm good. How was your flight?
1: Um, I've kind of lost, you know, I grew up thinking that, I mean, you always are told that um, flying is the safest way to go. <laughs> and I still think that's true. Um, let me just tell you that flying amazes me, but my God, it's one of the most disorganized things. I mean, how can it be so organized? What do you I, mean? I it's just my flight was delayed again today. Yep. Um so That's and happened. I and it seems that and the reason why um you know I seem frustrated or you know jarred by your question is because I just don't want to think about it anymore because <laughs> it's always delayed. It's always not on schedule and I'm it's exhausting. And I'm somebody who
0: I don't know I kind of want to stay on top of my well, plan, you know. Well, we're in the Northwest, you know area of the country so it only makes sense it's on whoever's watching there's just a lot of snow right now so much snow um so listening as <laughs> as you all heard in the beginning ellie is a composer at western michigan university and he's been traveling a lot and so <laughs> i can only imagine how frustrating flights can be sometimes <laughs> but you've been to austin and you've been when is the SEMUS?
1: Oh, Seamus, yeah, Seamus. Sorry. So, well, first off, I want to I want to give our listeners maybe a little context on on what's
0: oh right
1: on what's going on in my life. Um, so I am a composer, Shane's right. Um, I uh, I've got you know that's a you know big big long story. Um, but currently we'll get um, to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, currently I'm uh, interviewing for PhD and DMA programs. Um, so I'm I'm looking to go. Um,
0: What's a DMA program?
1: A uh, Doctor of Musical Arts. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm looking for my my doctorate, um, and I've uh, just been interviewing at uh, some of the places that I applied, which has been it's been very good. And yeah, I couldn't be more thankful for some of the opportunities that um, I think have presented themselves.
0: Well, you've kind of earned those opportunities, to be completely honest. <laughs> well, thank you. You're kind of like Einstein when you well, go into the no, when you not... go into your little room and your cubbies, and you just. Yeah. Get all crazy and your hair gets all loopy and stuff. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about that. Pun, Einstein, insen- pun intended.
1: Where we can, like, walk on the moon because of what he figured out. Uh, yeah. My <laughs> stuff just makes people confused.
0: What do you mean it makes people confused? Just, I mean, I, mean I
1: just think, you know, it's... Uh, what, I, mean, I, there's mean, a, I was <laughs> just making a pun. Oh, <laughs> I think not a pun. I just think my. I mean, as an artist, you're comparing me to Einstein. Don't do that. Oh my <laughs> like oh, Okay. He's he's.
0: No, I was I was saying you look like Einstein. Oh, like oh yeah. I do. I don't cra- know if, how so, crazy you get when you're actually in there
1: yeah. doing the grind. I pick at my scalp a lot. It's, it's like a weird, and it's I. You know <laughs> what? I don't care if anybody knows because <laughs> it's not. It's one, one of those of things deal, that, like, I think when people are focused, they have like a thing they do. Like yeah. my my. My buddy Mike likes to rub his chin like stereotypical, like smart person. And he's just like rubbing his beard and mustache. But it's like we can all, we all have it now down to a, have it down to a T of like how he does it. It's always like a, a a one, two in out mustache rub and then around his mouth. And then, but he, and then his eyebrows go down and he looks really frustrated or mad, but he's not. Um, But so me, I just kind of sit there and pick up my hair and uh, it's gross I mean, my hair is clean, but it's just it makes it look really messy.
0: Yeah. So, um, what caused you <clears throat> to pursue music composition? Oh, dude. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's. I think that's a complex answer that um I'm gonna try to answer as best I can. I believe as, it, as I can. I believe in you. So, I think it's started. I think the reason I composing now okay um i grew up in a musical household uh my father um was a professional triple threat meaning dancer actor singer um and you know he's toured with bob fossey he was on the national tour beating the beast uh, the first national tour in the 90s so i grew up around that my mom is also um heavily uh, they met on stage and she was also a professional actress and um, so music was always around. Um, I think when I, when I think back to why I'm doing what I'm doing, um, the first moment I was ever, you know, it stems from, you know, why I do comp, you know, uh, composition as opposed to, you know, being in a band. Cause I am a drummer and I, I, have been, you know, I tried doing the band thing when I was younger and, um, you know, there was just something much more fulfilling about classical music at a certain point in my life that, I think made me reevaluate some of the things that made me happy. Um, So it all stems back to like when my parents were on tour and beating the beast, my, I think my dad put on the Disney movie Fantasia and uh, no, he did do that. (laughs) And there was a, there's a segment, the Stravinsky *Rite of spring segment in there is just the most terrifying thing. Um, And, you know, as a kid, in this Disney movie, you're like, oh, Bach, you know, and um, all this beautiful, you know, Tchaikovsky's, you know, uh, Nutcracker Suite, and it's all you, this beautiful music, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if anybody knows that piece, but it was a pretty uh, revolutionary piece in in, in classical music uh, around the turn of the century. Um, premiered in 1912, 1912, 1913, 1912, Um it was finished in 1912. I should probably get that right, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> And I was scared of it when I saw it when I was like eight. No.
0: Yeah. Um, was so, it because
1: of the visuals, or was it because of the actual music? Yeah. So it was the it, oh. it was just the accumulation. To, to of all golf. of you who have have not seen it or have seen it, man, it's like, yeah, it's it's first off, if you want to talk about the technicality behind the music, it's jarring. It's the rhythms are disjunct, It's you know, it was metal before it was metal. Right. And um, the, the visuals, was all, it was also... Um, so, The Rite of Spring is about... It was originally a ballet mm-hmm. about pagan rituals in Russia and fertility rites. And it's about a sacrifice of a virgin. She dances herself to death. And it's pretty hardcore. And, um, you know, in the Fantasia Disney version, it's dinosaurs and volcanoes and, like, how the planet became what it is today... I mean, it doesn't go as, it just ends with the extinction of the dinosaurs, right. but it's terrifying. There's volcanoes erupting and it's d- dinosaurs killing each other. It's terrifying. But when I was older, um, you know, and you know, I think everybody goes through like a dark teenage time and I definitely went through that. Um, my, my parents did divorce and I went through like an angsty, angry phase and I was into metal and I, I remember hearing that piece again right in spring and I was like, man, that's so interesting. And like, but it's also really, uh, it really, it, it, you know, it, it got me going. Yeah. And I was like, this is so complex. And I think I, I was like, I want to know how that works. Right. I really want to know how that works. So there at the time I had no plans to go to college cause money wasn't a thing. And in high school, like I didn't care. I was just angry and whatever. Yeah. So I went to community college cause my mom was like, you need to, you need to do something. And I was like, whatever, I'll just apply to a community college. And so I went to MCC, which is McHenry County College, um, which is a, you know, McHenry's a, um, a suburb of, Ch- I mean, it's not, I don't really want to, I, I, Yeah, I McHenry it's, County is, it's about, it's about an hour and a half outside of Chicago, yeah. Northwest. And, um,
0: about 20 minutes from the border of Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, um, so I took music theory there. I still didn't really like, I wanted to be a composer. I really wanted to be like the next Rupinski because I think every, I, you know, anyway, I graduated from there, um, and I had I had applied on a whim because somebody said Columbia College Chicago was a good music school. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do it." And I got in, and I didn't really—I was waiting tables at the time, and um, you know, I was like, "Sure, I'll do it." And I, you know, took out some loans, waited tables to get through Columbia College Chicago, and continued my education there. And then I got there and like, everybody was like, yeah, Red Springs. Great. Yeah. Everybody, like everybody loved it. Yeah. It was like, a, it was like a meme to like, red <laughs> spring, right. Amongst the community. It was like, yeah, you like red spring. Right. Who, who fucking cares? Duh, yeah. And I was like, Remember you well, that I'm passionate about it <laughs> and I'm interested, you know? So I, I, you know, I got to study with some great people at Columbia college, Chicago, um, You know, I got to study with uh, some Northwestern grads, uh, some of the best um, in the contemporary concert music scene today. Um, And uh, I just, from there, I was like, man, I'm just loving this. I'm learning. I'm growing so much. I'd written some pieces by then, you know. I did have a phase where I was like trying to write exactly like Stravinsky, and you know, at this point, it's 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 past that because you know, I, you know, eventually you you learn, it's hard, you know, it's, yeah, it's really mean, hard, and you you're just gonna write worse Stravinsky at this point. I'm just gonna keep falling back to Stravinsky because that was, you asked me why I was, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's it's probably because of that piece, and also because of the influences that my parents had musically. You know, like yeah. my dad would always play classical music. Um,
0: right, your mom still does when we go over to her place; she's got it going.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's she's choreographing at Carmel Catholic High School, too, so there's always music going on when I go home and visit. Right. But um, I think it's, uh, there's something that's really um, uh, fulfilling about upholding a tradition of like what a composer, you know, why I call myself a composer as opposed to like a songwriter. And, you know, I think composers, you know, I don't think there's a hierarchy. Right. First of I don't think a songwriter is any less artistic than a composer. I don't think a producer is any less artistic than a, a compo- You know, people make, oh you're a composer, oh like Mozart, you must be a G-. No, I just think that there's a tradition with utilizing you know, old instruments or like trying to explore what sound is, things like that. And that's I think what Stravinsky did in the Rite of Spring. I mean, he really turned off, he you know, he shut off, what is the term? All the brakes were off, whatever, he just, he threw everything out the window he was like, I'm just going to write this this experimental thing off the rails. Well, I mean, he, he was really well trained and, and I mean, he'd studied with some of the best composers of, of you know, of the time before him. Right. Uh, Rimsky Korsakov and things like that. Um, in, in Russia, but like he pulled out, all the, pulled out all the stops. That's the, that's the phrase. Yeah. And he was, he wrote this piece it was just, it's intense. And I mean, I could talk for hours about the Red of Spring, but, um, <laughs> right. I think it was, I found a community. Yeah. I found a community of people who were interested in unique art. Um, and, you know, I started when I was in my undergraduate, I started going to a bunch of um, concerts, concerts and, and events and meeting people. And I mean, it just kind of took off from there. And then uh, I applied for my master's and I'm in my master's right now I'm doing that. And, um, I, you know, there's a reason why uh, we can talk about why I think academia is important for contemporary classical music, but that's another, that's a whole other conversation, but I'm, I'm writing because I think I found a community. Um, I don't know. I can't see myself doing anything else.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's been your ultimate goal since you left MCC and watching you grow and find your voice in your community has been inspiring to me in particular, just because we are so close and I've watched
1: everything go on. Yeah. It was my goal. As soon as I like, found happiness and solace in classical music. Cause it was very nostalgic. Yeah, I remember the day I was at like their friend, Ashley Warner's house. And I don't know, we watched Fantasia cause you know, it's really trippy. And as teenagers, you know, people were doing stuff and it's like, uh, it was, you know, it was just this, this, I'm like, man, I used to love this movie, but it scared the crap out of me as a kid. <laughs> and and then right spring came up. I'm like, man, I remember this. This is so dope. And, yeah, it was just really cool, and I was like, I got to do this. I think I th- I think I found it. I think I found what I want to do, but that's, that's that.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, crap. It's been a long day. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I mean, uh, so before we did this podcast, I had to personally go and re-listen to most of Elliot's stuff just so I can get a hang on it, but your piece right now, Hinge, uh, the dulcimer and electronic piece. You've been talking to me about that a lot and you've been getting a lot of recognition amongst your peers and amongst a lot of awards. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so uh, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten any awards yet for it.
0: Right. Um, Not I for have, Hinge.
1: I've submitted to conferences, festivals, gotcha. and things like that. And it's been accepted into some things and, there is one thing that it's nominated for, which is a big deal, but um, All right. which is the the Seamus the ASCAP Seamus uh, Composer Commission. Uh, sorry, com- Student Composer Commission right um, award, which is a it's a big deal. But uh, I will find about uh, find out about the results for that in March, end of March.
0: Yeah, because when I was listening to Hinge, it felt like I was in a dark corridor and someone was chasing me through the halls, and I was going to get chopped up into yeah. a million pieces. And I just, there was a sense of fear. I like and my
1: shirt. I'm wearing a sick, for everybody, we don't, we're not filming this because we're not, we're not, I don't think. Uh, I'm not there it. yet. We're not there yet. But, uh, I'm wearing this dope Venom shirt. I hate, okay, I just wanted to say, um, the movies. I haven't you know, seen, I haven't even seen it yet. Well, Tom dude. Hardy's just such a good actor.
0: Absolutely. And they just. Have you watched Bronson?
1: No. Right. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. It's so good. But. Um, it's a great time. But I don't know. I really love the old '90s Venom artwork. That um, so I, I got this sick Venom shirt. Um, but I don't know. You said Hinge made me think of think of, the, think of the shirt, and I wanted to mention it for all of our listeners.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm uh, pretty proud
1: of it. I, I want to show the world it. So I don't buy a lot of t-shirts
0: anymore. So what? Where does Hinge follow? Uh, where does Hinge lie stylistically? Like, what would you call that piece? Is it electronic? Yeah. Is uh, it classical? I know it kind of...
1: But that's the... Okay, so that's the beauty, right? So right. So I think, th- again, in this tradition that I talked about earlier, is this um, kind of this tradition... Every composer, Mozart, Beethoven, that every, everybody knows about, you know, uh, geez, you know, Bernstein, We all, they all try to, you know, make something new out of something old. Mm. Which I think is really interesting. Um, so, like, you, you know, it's all built upon itself. You know, all art kind of borrows from its other other parts. Right. Um, nothing is actually truly original. I believe. I think everything kind of, you know, it doesn't matter how much like influence something had over your work. I think, but it, you know, whether it's intentional or not, I think it's um, it's it's always pulling from something. And so I don't really know. (laughs) I would have to say it's a, an an academic term uh, that I think if I had to give it a label would be um, a Timberleaf focused (laughs) electroacoustic contemporary work. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's very bizarre. So the pieces and and, um, you know, the piece is for a, a dulcimer, an, an Italian dulcimer from like, I, it's a specific dulcimer too. It's from 1970. Okay. It's broken. It's rotting. It's old. <laughs> what the story. D- for everybody out there, what is a dulcimer? Dude, it's, okay. So it's a trapezoid <laughs> shaped instrument. <laughs> and usually it's played with, so there's multiple types of dulcimers. There's a mountain dulcimer, hammer dulcimer, lap dulcimer, all these kind of, it's essentially a like a big box with strings on it, right? Yeah. Or, you know. Like, anyway, um, (laughs) it usually is a trapezoid, uh, you know, and it's played with, you can be played with hammers. The specific one that I'm using in Hinge is um, a hammered dulcimer. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's got like, I don't know, 120 strings. I don't know. Jesus. It's it's a lot of strings and Uh, um, I, yeah, that's it. That's what a dulcimer is. (laughs) I'm sure everybody can just look up what a dulcimer is. Right. uh, It's, for everybody, it's a... Um mountain wait, hold on a second. I need to I need to make sure I get this right. I think it's a um I think it's a mountain dulcimer. I'm looking it up on my laptop. It's not a mountain dulcimer. It is a hammered dulcimer, and I knew that. <laughs> but I've I've had a few beers, thanks to my good friend who I'm visiting after a long, long awaited vi- uh time away. All right, bro. Um I'm actually Oh yep, yeah. so it's a mountain dulcimer. Everybody look up a mountain dulcimer. That's that's essentially what I'm using. Um, but I'm miking it and running it through a bunch of things, and I'm using a bow, like a violin, a cello bow, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're you're like smacking it sometimes, right? Or is that with your hands that you're?
1: There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So there's um, there's plucking of like by the pegs. There's bowing. Uh, there's six different spots that I bow. There's plucking the strings. I never actually hammer it because screw that. <laughs> um, and I'm not a, I'm not a, tr- I never learned how to play the dulcimer. Um, the story of the dulcimer. Yeah. Where I got it. Cause yeah. it's kind of weird.
0: Didn't you get it for Christmas?
1: I mean, I got it at Christmas time. Gotcha. It was my uncle. Um, oh my God. <laughs> my beloved uncle Tony, uh, shows up with this dulcimer and he gives it to my cousin Patrick. My cousin Patrick is great. He's an he's from he lives in Oklahoma. Um uh but he you know he's he's a, he's really good at football. I I haven't really he's I only see him like maybe I've only recently just started seeing him every year yeah. around Christmas time. But I don't think he's like performing music. Gotcha. So it was very bizarre to me. You know, on a regular basis, I don't think he's performing music on a regular basis. I know he's very talented. He's got a good voice. I Patrick. know he's singing. He sings, and I think he plays guitar. I'm not. I could be completely wrong. But it, my uncle Tony gave him this dulcimer, and I was like, Whoa, "What is? Wow, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool." Um, I didn't think much of it, but then my uncle Casey came up, uh, came up to me, and and so did Patrick, and they're like, "Hey, do you want this dulcimer? We can't <laughs> take. We can't take this back to Oklahoma. We were in Ohio at the time because we meet there at an Airbnb every year for Christmas yeah. or for New Year's." And um, I ended up taking it. It's super out. Of, it was super out of tune. It's was, it was built in 1970. It's like buckling under the the sound box or the the I don't know. What the, I don't even call it. There's a there's a big metal or big uh, wood yeah. slat under the strings <laughs> that is holding up the bridge. Uh-huh. Bridges that hold up the strings, and it's like warping. Um, but it really affects the sound. It's really cool. So yeah. I, I I heard it and I was like. Yeah, maybe maybe I write something for this so I can because there's there's a reason why yeah. I think I specifically was like I want to write a piece for this other than the way it sounded yeah. and that was uh you know I definitely thought about um you know a, a piece that I could take on the road and perform gotcha. at events and festivals and things like that yeah. and um, also to work on um, some of the things I'm very interested in music now which is. The integration of electronics and technology with with things
0: yeah what's going on with that why is why why has that become such a predominant thing in your pursuit of com- composition because when you first started when you were going to columbia that wasn't even electronics weren't you like were barely a factor
1: yeah so everybody uh shane and i like shane said in the i think in the intro um we're we lived together for two years and he was living with me during my senior year at Columbia college Chicago. Um, and I did not, yeah, I did not use any electronics. I don't yeah. think
0: at all. I wrote, I some, mean, you got I, the MIDI keyboard and stuff like yeah, that. I wrote but, some,
1: f- they call we call them fixed media pieces because they're just, you know, they're essentially just made on in like a DAW, like logic or pro tools or Ableton or th- things, like that. Um, usually with the recorded sounds, but you can't, it, there's no performer. Gotcha. So I, I, did some of that in my undergrad, but this is the first time I'm using a live electronics on an instrument. Yeah. Um, and I've been using them
0: since for two new pieces, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, because I saw the photo on Facebook or Instagram, whether whichever one it was, but there's a, like a dozen people in the photo. Are they all doing electronics? Is that the whole niche of Wait, what was
1: your what was your what was your question before?
0: Why is everybody getting into oh, electronics? I, yeah, why are you? What? Why? What, I, well, yeah, why is it yeah, so, so attractive to everybody right cer- now? Yeah,
1: certainly. So it, it not the whole world of composition isn't like electronics. In fact, in fact, the, you know, it's, it's still pretty, um, it's usually like, I think the Midwest is really doing a great job with the integration of electronics in like, you know, classical configurations of instruments like a string quartet or things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, so first off, I think personally me, I can't speak for everybody else and why, people are using electronics or why they choose to do so Mm. but for me i think again this comes back to upholding a tradition of exploration of music and sound and like expression right it Mm. has to do with expression it has to do with like you know what i want to create and what i want to invoke in my listeners um but also it has to do with where i think and where i want music to go right I think that, I mean, if you look at pop music, there's electronics in it the whole time, yeah, yeah. every time. And there's we're using electronics right now. I'm speaking into a microphone, and he's recording it into a DAW. And, you know, it's all it's such a part of our... Technology is just such a part of our culture nowadays. Yeah. We don't leave our house without our phone. And I just think that it would be a mistake to write music nowadays that... um doesn't explore the potential um, you know what what can electronics do for music right Um, especially music or uh, instruments that are old instruments that like are old (laughs) that's like (laughs) like, yeah I mean I just think that that's something that just interests me it's just something that it makes me feel fulfilled to explore and go like oh that sounds cool and usually when I'm writing something like that yeah I don't know how it's going to sound until it's performed. And I, I usually have a good idea of what the acoustic instruments sound like, but what the electronics, I'm usually, it's tampering, it's exper- it's just really experimental. And that part of it, you know, maybe that's, yeah, that's maybe the Einstein part of me is just like, I don't really care about, <laughs> like, I just want to make something that sounds dope and, and like new to my ears. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like that experience that I had when I was a kid, because that whole... Fr- Fantasia's whole okay. <laughs> Fantasia's whole thing is like yeah. all this really good tonal, beautiful music, and I think it's really nice, and I love tonal music. But like all of a sudden, the Red of Springs come in, comes in, and it's just like here's a bunch of different time signatures and all these different meter, meters and rhythms and and harmonies. I mean, he uses chords in there. It's the only piece in that whole movie that uses these kind of chords, and it just sounds so different. And that to me is like. You know, that dulcimer, when I first heard the dulcimer, when my uncle kind of gave it to me, I was like, that sounds, that sounds like something I've never heard before. And I want to exploit that. Right. But the electronic side is just like, I think that's where music is going. I think it's already there in popular music. I mean, look at electric guitars. Right. So I look at like saxophones, you know, when...
0: In the eighties, they even were in
1: in, sexy, even in jazz, <laughs> you know, they're using mics and they're using cool effects. And, you know, I mean, I, could, man, you could just, you could, I could go. So I could go on and on about how electronics are being used, but it's, there's, here's the thing. There's such a divide. There's such a divide in, in the academic world of like, Oh, you're, you're a composer. Okay. So you're either an electroacoustic composer or you're like, a you're, a like a modernist, like somebody who's like, I just write a tonal music. <laughs> and then there's the like, I want to write film music, which is, uh, I want to write film music. or I don't know. I'm not, I shouldn't break it. That's been my experience. I shouldn't say that that's the same. Right. But it seems like there's obviously, there's always going to be conservatives in any kind of field. Of course. And I, you know, <laughs> beautiful melodies, which is great. I think there's, I think there's, I love melody. Well, there's an audience for it still. Yeah, I think, but I think there's also an audience for, um, the music I I write, I mean I've I mean I've,
0: listening I've, to Hinge, it's it's dope. Yeah, yeah,
1: but but there's I, I think I think there's a lot of old people in the world that really like what they liked when they were younger, which is uh, going to the CSO and listening to old dead white dudes, which is <laughs> like Beethoven. And, yeah, you know, which I'm I love dude, like I love right. Beethoven, but like I don't know how many times I'm gonna go and again. So Stravinsky, if I have to go to the CSO, Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and hear the Firebird. Or, or uh the afternoon the uh, the prelude of an after uh, what's the wc piece the the fawn deb, yeah, whatever <laughs> prelude to an afternoon of a fawn or whatever it's called one more time i'm gonna f- i' just, just like dude it's because old people are donating money yeah. and i don't know that's that's fine but you see that in the schools too it's like um but there's definitely like a weird divide <laughs> just like there is in like you know, oh I'm in a metal band. Oh you're I don't like pop music. Yeah. It's maybe maybe
0: thing. maybe Eugene will come in someday and talk about uh the metal scene and where it's at. I mean, hmm. I know you've been following it for since you were young and I've I I mean I've been following it since I was a teenager. I didn't really get into Slipknot until you really kind of All right, for the record sure. everybody. I uh Slipknot's bad now. Oh Slipknot's bad now. I have to say that. Even Iowa? No. Oh no! 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 Oh. <laughs> no!
1: Absolutely not. Um, I'm actually a firm believer in in the first two Slipknot albums. I think they're really great. And um, oh man, yeah. So like that my angsty period that I mentioned earlier that was that was full of like old school corn, old you know old Slipknot. System. My first concert was Marilyn Manson, which Marilyn. is pretty dope. I saw my I saw some <laughs> things, um, but. Uh, no, I saw the reason I say that is I saw an article the other day that was like Corey Taylor was like, I'm gonna, oh yeah. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I, we're gonna be, we're gonna bring back the old stuff. I'm like, it's never gonna happen. Yeah. You yeah. guys are, you guys are happy dads. Yeah. And I don't care. Oh, you got divorced. Stop. You, you, you know your dad. You have your kids. Like, you have a lot of money now. Uh, right. Maybe not a lot, but uh, you have money now.
0: Yeah, he's comfortable.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There's not and also the recording technology is different. So this is something that nobody takes into account is like, they used to just go into a room and record
0: right, right, right? around they I used
1: want. they had multiple mics but it was recording on i think tape i know corn did tape but like there's a there's a quality of recording there that just <laughs> sounds like trash right and, like, <laughs> not 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 as trashy as like goat horror or something like or like the first bring me the horizon album where they just didn't use a click oh where it's just crazy that's so good um but i, I it, it, there's just something about that was just genuine the anger was genuine, the energy was genuine, it was genuine, and now they're just like, I don't know, they're, they're like a marching band. and <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's yeah. weird. It, they're just, and I don't know. I their think fan, their fan base is kind of...
0: I feel like what was so attractive about them is... Their fan base is great.
1: I'm sorry, everybody. I'm hey, sorry, I don't, I don't hey, offend man,
0: anybody. Don't insult anyone we're, we're part of that.
1: Uh, <laughs> Gojira, though, is the best metal band right now, in my opinion. I will say that. I will go on record. And be oh. like, I am. I think better than system. <laughs> well, Gaudreau is still playing. I know System's going to play. System's it. coming back. System's going to play. A, yeah, but it's for just for a, a show. It's just going to be a thing. Right? <laughs> a wall, yeah,
0: but I, I, I don't know. I, do Goodyear. you do you do you think that it's due to the political climate right now that they're coming back? Just because they are such a. You know, I can't. Spe- I don't know. Uh, you don't know. I think, I think. I uh, a little bit. I think
1: if I had to put myself. If I had to like close my eyes and think of why I would go and do a show like this after years of being on hiatus, I think it would be um, money, money. Gotcha. Um, I don't think. I think peop- with YouTube and things like that and Twitter, I think everybody knows how they feel. Right. I don't really think them playing a show is like. There's people who are gonna be like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more woke. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna. They're just. They. It's. It's money. They're gonna make. A, they're gonna make a, a, a lot work. of money. A lot of money. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much because I've never, I've never sold out a stadium.
0: Maybe one day. That's not going to happen. Yeah, don't lie to yourself. I ain't trying. You, you, you got. You were insecure about even getting into your master's program, and now you're all jazzed up about your doctoral program. I believe in you. Your work ethic is the most impeccable work ethic I've witnessed in a human being, next to a few older gentlemen in my life. But for. Amongst the people that we grew up with, I think you are the one that's going to make that cheddar. To be completely honest, well, thank you. You're gonna go far. I um, <laughs>
1: I think the work ethic thing is. I think that that I mean I'm for so there's a lot of things I, I may attribute to that. I think firstborn, you know, taking after taking care of my brother and sister, my mom, uh, you know, really. <laughs> she's, she's a strong was, woman there were some dark times uh, that i think um you know I, we've all gotten past and there's been forgiveness but she really showed me what you what it takes to make it by and the the honest reality is i i don't ever i, I don't i think if i had to be honest i i don't want to be in the position that either either of my parents were in and i you know i think everybody tries to strive to make themselves um, as comfortable or as perfect as possible. And obviously that's really impossible, but I think my work ethic comes from just, you know, it's, it used to be fear driven. It was like, I got to make something of myself. Otherwise I'm just going to be angry and you know, but now it's just like it, it starts taking care of itself. Right. Yeah. Like right. So I'm, I'm here in town because I'm interviewing at Northwestern tomorrow and it's really great. I mean, I, I'm really, I never would think that I would get an interview there for my PhD. And, you know, they, they're a big deal of school when it comes to music and, um, you know, they, they paid for me to come here and that's insane. That's insane to me that, that, that I, and I'm not, I don't want to, it's, I'm just, ha- I'm happy now I'm, because of that. But at the same time, it's like, I, it's just unbelievable, but it's not about fear anymore. It's about, oh, I, I just, this is kind of my life now. Yeah. But it's not, I, I'm not, I'm still not, I'm never satisfied. <laughs> I That's know. the other thing too. I'm still like, oh, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, I suck. I know. Like, this sucks. Like I can't, what was it? What, what happened? I don't know. Oh, I have a freaking cracked windshield in my least vehicle <laughs> and I can't afford the fricking, uh, uh, I can't afford the, <laughs> what yeah. is it? The, the deductible, the deductible right now. So I have to wait. Sorry, I love clipping the mic. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
0: You have a really deep voice, and then really,
1: uh, it's good. It's yeah. you can, it's fun. Yeah, break
0: people's earphones. Sorry, it's not. Gonna, it's not. <laughs> yeah, we'll put in We'll put in. I'll show you how to put an EQ on your thing. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. Any help would be great. I'm. I, I, I'm very ignorant to how all, all of how all Stop of this it. electronics work no, all these electronics I, listen, and recordings I'm work s- i'm not
1: i'm not listen i'm no master at it i, I know I you're I no just, master but you have
0: more general knowledge than
1: i do <laughs> that's fine i i would say that's maybe that's
0: that's probably 99.9 percent true <laughs> that you know more about this than i do eugene dummied this up for me and just all I have to do is click on the file and I'm there and then I start a new file and then it's time to record and let's go. Yep. Thankfully I have good
1: friends. It's who... really it's really easy. You got kids writing dance hits on like I know. You know <laughs> yeah, it's it's not I think it's it's easy to set up. It's easy to um, record us. I mean, it's hard to 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 make a co- whatever, I don't know. <laughs> it's it it can be hard, but yeah. it's it's easy once you start learning. I think um, yeah. it's hard to make it really, really good, but I think I, I, I think it's
0: pretty easy. I think I need some better equipment at that point, like a better computer. That would probably be <laughs> helpful. No, I do I'm, I'm, I'm don't talking about when it comes to like trying to get this on video, the whole video aspect of it.
1: Well, we gotta get you like a studio. We gotta get you a studio space.
0: One day. Um, <laughs> this maybe. is
1: a okay. So I'm in a slanted room right now. <laughs> And the Joker <laughs> is straight up staring me in the face. Uh, Hell yeah, he's right behind me. It's really cool. It's it's I don't know, what what is that from?
0: That? Uh, it's from Graham Cracker downtown. Where oh, no, no, no.
1: Is it from a specific comic? It's uh, the Joker, DC Joker. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, it's from the Killing. Uh, it's from either the original comics or the Killing Joke. But the Killing Joke's a a lot darker so i'm i'm pretty sure it's just a generic joker staring at your face right now <laughs> he has got a gun in my face too yeah. not
1: not shane the the joker no i don't own a gun anyway the room is slanted it's it's in my it's actually so my girlfriend Catherine uh lives here as well and you know
0: we're gonna I, keep it to chicago just so you know we're gonna we're not gonna tell people specifically what area of chicago i'm in <laughs> Oh,
1: that's a yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> Come here.
1: Here's the address. Find
0: me, <laughs>
1: <for> people. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: uh. <laughs> what's wrong with the Joker behind me? Is it weird?
1: No, I dig it. Oh, okay. I'm wearing a dude. I I don't know. I think. Yeah. I like my Venom shirt.
0: Yeah. Joker's okay. cool. I just. Do you think he's overplayed? I think DC's flopping right now. I I I But I, I'm not I I'm not. have I have a strange hope that the uh Todd Phillips Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix is going to be good just because of Joaquin Phoenix. I feel like the writing could fall out, but he he is the writer and director of Hangover, so pretty sure we might be okay. It just kind of
1: yeah, I'm actually. I will, I'll see it. I'll go see it. Absolutely, because yeah. it's Walking Phoenix. But I, I don't know. I'm. I think what Marvel is doing right now, Marvel Studios, is just it's impeccable. They're right? owning it. They're
0: ball, balling, baby. It's, They're it's, balling. It's
1: just really cool. I mean, I, 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 I was one of the people who, who went and saw what, the first X Men in theaters. So did I. And then I remember Spider Man. Oh, dude. Yeah. Toby Maguire's Spider-Man coming out. <laughs> oh, dude. My dad took me out of fourth grade class. 2001. Like, oh, man. Took me out of class to go see it. Yeah. It was the only time my dad ever took me out of class.
0: Was just to go see that movie?
1: Just to go see the opening, yeah.
0: He was so impatient. He's like, I'm just going to take this little guy out of insane. class.
1: And then, of course, you know, they just got worse. <laughs> Fantastic Four 2 came out. Oh,
0: God. The we can forget about those.
1: X-Men uh, 3. Oh, Oh. <laughs> and juggernaut everybody loves the juggernaut line i hate that juggernaut line which juggernaut i'm line? a juggernaut bitch <laughs> i hate that i hate i just i never thought it was funny i never thought it was cool i was like
0: were you happy that he didn't say it in the deadpool 2 movie <laughs> spoiler alert
1: sorry <laughs> no hey by the way world spoiler alerts if the movie has been out for like what a year yeah like, it's almost a year now that yeah, that movie yeah. came out no it well regardless no, yeah, it's been about a year. No, the rule is the rule is if 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 it's been out for a while, like there's no, yeah, just you. Sorry, for a, <laughs> for a movie like that that has like a specific fan base, right? If 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 you wanted to see it, you and, would have saw it, and if it, you right? cared about spoil being it being spoiled for you, you would have seen it already, right? Like I, for example, I don't give a crap about Solo. Oh, it's, I've been spoiled pretty, people it's me pretty all, bad people told me all about it I don't want to know anything about it. nobody's asking for that it's pretty bad and I mean I, I, I don't know if nobody's asking for it that's not true but I think that um yeah I was like I don't care spoil it because I'm not I'm not gonna go see it
0: and wasn't that impressive it was it was it was a Star Wars I, I okay sorry I shouldn't say that it was a Star Wars movie because obviously the original Star Wars movies were incredible and then the other three are up for debate <laughs> the last one's at least up for debate just the story is great uh hayden christensen could probably have no i don't care i uh, love those movies I, right. are you talking about
1: one two and three yeah one two and three no i i love them you do one two and three yeah, yeah I, i'm that age group Right, it's we, all generational. Right? right, right, right. Yeah, we. So like my, even my, so my dad's weird, but he loves he loves all those. I mean,
0: Phantom Menace is one of the funnest ones because he got Pod racing, you got little Anakin, you got Qui Gon oh, Jinn. Yeah. and you saw got that Darth I, Maul. And
1: again, I saw that um, when I when I was little, and Pod racing. Oh my god, dude! Mm-hmm. I was it was so cool, and I didn't I didn't have that feeling of I have context now, No. Yeah. because I went and saw the new trilogy. I've, I've seen the new trilogy and what they're doing with it. And I feel, I think the same way that people felt about 1, 2, and 3. I'm like, what is going on? This right. is so goofy. <laughs> like dumb. Why is Luke milking a space alien? Like, <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> and like, the thing with Star Wars is everybody's built up this universe in their head because of all the fan stuff and all the games and like, yeah. that's, that's what's great about it. But then, when people, they just need to stop making...
0: Every year. They need to stop the every year thing.
1: Well, that's that's well i don't they need to the trilogy the trilogies need to stop i think they just need to make one like rogue one was phenomenal
0: That was it's the arguably one of the best star wars movies ever
1: but it 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 is because i think it just takes a snippet and goes it's not trying to do this giant thing well and i just don't care about ray and and (laughs) kylo she's
0: nobody bro (laughs) people got so upset that she's nobody Eliza. That whole thing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that whole movie.
1: Is just... I was like, I just need Luke to go God mode. Didn't really happen. He kind of went God mode, but then he died, and I was like, maybe... He maybe became one P- with the
0: Force, bro. Some Come on. So Mike Flynn. You've, You've watched, Flynn. watched Clone Wars. He became one with the Force. Mike
1: Flynn thinks it's a, it's a good movie. You he, did you hear that,
0: Mike? Mike Flynn? We're going to have a talk, bud.
1: <laughs> he, he, he said it's a fun movie. He, I mean, obviously, they're fun. People they, could... You know, exciting.
0: There's exciting. Yeah lightsabers and star battles and it's yeah it's always it's star wars is always star. going to be fun it's going to be nostalgic for us yeah darth malgus skirky thought it'd be fun in here i i i, He's I staring at me. he is staring at you <laughs> um yes i
1: mean i just i don't know star wars it's, <laughs> we'll see
0: <laughs> we'll see what's happening if someone came to you with a solid contract would you compose the music for a star wars movie
1: um, yeah. 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 I think so. That's an interesting, so I, okay, this is something that I didn't talk about. When I started to compose, I was like the only way I can make money writing classical music. Cause I thought, you know, classical music, that was it, right? Like I wanted to do classical music in 2013, um, was to do film score, film, film music. That's a, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of people think that. And, um, Yeah, I did. I scored some films, and I did some. I scored like a little student video game, and just student works and practicum film and things like that. Um, My 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 thing about that is is unless you're Hans Zimmer, John Williams, or any of these people, people tend to be pretty um, demanding on what they want the music to be, and I found it kind of um, creatively constricting constricting debilitating yeah like just i i don't know i wanted to make noise <laughs> i think noise sounds really good and a lot of people think noise sounds really good but you don't really want to have noise playing over your movie <laughs> you know it, there's a time and a place and and the music and film is supposed to complement the film right? right it's not supposed to stand alone
0: well, yeah it adds flavor to it.
1: some some things can stand alone but again and i urge everybody here to think about this is when you hear a piece of film music like Star Wars, like if I played the Star Wars soundtrack, what makes that music so amazing is the fact that you're linking it to Star Wars and the feelings you had when you watched Star Wars. Other than that, that music would be a march and it wouldn't really mean anything to you. It would be the same as listening to... like So for me, the Beethoven symphonies, like the Sixth Symphony, the Pastoral Symphony, I really equate that to the Fantasia sequence, uh, the Disney's Fantasia sequence, because... Um, it's in there, and I equate it with that artwork and that film, um, and I see those images when I hear that music. The other symphonies, I really, I picture my own things, but it's not, it's not there. Yeah. So when I listen to Star Wars and like Leia's theme comes on, I get all emotional because you know yeah. Carrie Fisher, RIP. But Tears. But like it's, it's a thing, you know, and and people, <laughs> a lot of film composers, students, like younger students that are wanting to study film com- composition not film composition, but like who want to write big orchestral music. And they're like, it's about the feeling. I'm like, yeah, but you writing in a major key the whole time isn't, I, I, what does that mean? Oh, I want you to feel this. I want you to see this. I want to create this kind of world. It's like, that's really specific. Right, right. Like I had a, I had a person once be like, I want to write music that makes people think of like, um, a church and, then the church burns Whoa, Jesus. and it was like a scary key. it was like in a it was in like
0: was he specific sp- on what kind of church it does he like need an, to be on an fbi like an, watch list, yeah. bro?
1: it was like a beautiful major key and it was like majestic <laughs> sounding and i was like this sounds like a major it sounds like a key oh. which is cool but then it was like oh and now i'm in minor and we're going fast and it's in seven eight and it's dun- 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 dun. uh you know as Bum, 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 bum. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. burning fire and fire. You know, it's like, <laughs> there's no words, but it, I was supposed to get the fact that there's a church and there's like a you know, it's right. about some po- you know, I don't have any context, but with Star Wars, so yes, I would I would absolutely take that job because that's a lot of money, yeah. um, and that would be dumb, and I could work on my creative. It, it would be dumb not to take it, right, right? Right? I would be able to work creatively afterwards. You know, right. I think, yeah, I now doing student films. I, I'm talking about. And here's the thing, too. Is one of my favorite films is um, "There Will Be Blood." Do you know that film? And
0: I drink my milkshake. Yeah, okay, cool. So, <laughs> Johnny
1: Greenwood, the, the he's the keyboardist for for um, Radiohead. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. I somebody told me that he was the bass player, and he's probably he probably plays bass too. But uh, hold on.
0: Oh Elliot's the only person Yeah, so a he's laptop the lead <laughs> guitarist and the,
1: and the keyboardist for 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 Radiohead he did the music for it and he was approached and I don't know the exact story but I know that he was doing his art and somebody approached him because they wanted his art in the film same with like Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails you know for Social Network and all of um, oh, who's that director?
0: Do you know? Jesus I... I, I, I don't know who directed Social Network. Oh, I'm going to know in just a second. David Fincher.
1: Got it. So uh, he's he's tight with, uh, he works, Trent Reznor works a lot with David Fincher, and but I would much rather be approached and somebody going, hey, I want that sound, like the sound that's in Hinge. I want that in my movie or that kind of sound. Those kind of sounds, that kind of music. Right. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Gotcha. And it's not its not like I don't know how to write beautiful music, pretty music. I just, yeah, you know, m- most of the time when I do that, people go, oh, it's very pretty. And then that's the end of it. There's a lot of pretty music out there. There's not a lot of pieces for dulcimer and electronics.
0: True facts. So. When you brought up the dulcimer, I'm like, what the, f- is that? What the hell is that thing, man? Yeah. Big chunk of wood.
1: <coughs> Sorry, I everybody. brought it here.
0: Oh, I did bring it here. You did bring it here. I was like, whoa, that yeah. thing's huge. What was I doing? I don't know. I think you were working on it. No. You were. Oh, you must have been here for something, like for an event or something like that. What's going on? I don't know. What was I doing? I don't know. I can pull it up if you want me to. No, I don't.
1: What was it? Why did I? I did have it here. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Maybe I was just driving back with. No, I don't remember. It's not going to be on there. Okay, I don't know. Because, <coughs> you, because something that's very interesting that yeah. I think I'm going to bring up to uh, tomorrow's interview Ooh. is is that I think the, the Chicago scene is kind of a bubble.
0: What do you mean it's a bubble?
1: Um, so I live like in it's Kalamazoo. just like it's just
0: living in its own little realm. Yeah, I mean it's you know. very
1: very proud of itself, which is good, and it's got a really vibrant scene and really it's thriving. And there's, you know, people can make a living here doing you know, just like any major city, mm-hmm. but I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan at Western Michigan, you know, I go to Western Michigan university and then the scene out, the music scene out there, it consists of Kalamazoo and then the rest of the Midwest, except for Chicago. And it's usually at these other universities that we travel to. And we do, you know, we present at, you know, these concert halls at these other universities. Um, but like, you know, it's Chicago has its own thing. Yeah. And I want to kind of bring the outside electroacoustic scene here. I'm gonna, not really gonna try to do that, but I would like to kind of have some of the people I know come here, and you know, maybe create some kind of event. I don't know.
0: Right. I don't know. I'm just brainstorming. I and mean, that's what, that's. What I mean, E I e- e- A- O <laughs> E I A- O I A- E. Um, it feels like. It seems like a good idea. If there's a bubble that needs to be popped, get every get everybody out of their little comfort zone, in a sense.
1: I mean, that's the thing too. Is I think they'd be very accepting here. Um, I just I think.
0: I mean, this town's pretty liberal and pretty open to new ideas, so <laughs> I would I would assume so.
1: I mean, I, I, I well, so, like New York has its own, yeah yes, I agree. <laughs> I think they'd be accepting, but it's it's got a lot going on already, and I think that's why other schools and other um you know people around chicago take their stuff elsewhere is because there's already a scene here there's already a vibrant thing happening here people want to take it elsewhere and make it happen in other places because there's other people doing this in right. the country but and all over the world
0: yeah what was it like going to boston
1: i haven't been to boston yet i went to um Char- uh Charlottesville, virginia oh that's where you were gotcha that was a
0: Wait, what was the Snapchat that you sent me with whole Edgar Allan Poe thing going on? That's, that, that's
1: Charlottesville. He went to he went to University of Virginia oh, for okay. a semester, and then he got kicked out because he didn't he couldn't pay the tuition.
0: Oh, uh, oh, that's that's depressing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, fuck them, <laughs> right?
1: I was like, fuck no. And they they have a plaque, and they have like a button you push, and it's like Edgar Allan Poe was always seen reading in the library. I'm like. You kicked him out, you assholes! Like, I get it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta work in the system, but like, right? You gotta make that money somehow and, and get and visitors to your I, town. You know that school has a history. You know what that, do you mean? Well, it was tell me about so it. So this is great. Let's I show get it up, on. <laughs> I show up. Like so first serious. off, driving. So I drove there because this dulcimer is big, thick. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's, it's thick. It's like almost five by three. No, it's like four by two. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I drove. It's like an 11 and a half hour drive. Who'd you drive with? Myself.
0: No way. You didn't go with anybody?
1: Well, I mean, everybody was flying in. The problem problem was so I can't fly with it. I can fly with it. I just don't have a case built for it. Gotcha. And I can get a case built for it. So you didn't have to
0: bring it for your interview or anything like that? God, no. That's good. No,
1: because I have the recording. (laughs) I was performing. I was performing in So I needed it to perform, obviously. So I was driving here, and so first off, I'm driving through Kalamazoo, it starts to rain. And this was just after that cold snap. Ooh. And so it was like really weird and like, I don't know. And then I'm, I'm driving, it starts to hail in Ohio. Oh. And then it starts to snow. And it's just bad. And then I start getting, so West Virginia has got the Appalachians. Yeah, 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 mountains. And I'm driving, and I put on no tolls.
2: <laughs> so it
1: took me down like mountain passes. Oh, it was be- it was beautiful, but it was really scary, and it was also like there w- there was fog. It was really bad fog. Like flights were canceled. Fog. Yeah. And I've never I when you were in the
0: Appalachians, so it was probably just the clouds, or is it not that high? Is that not that elevated?
2: How tall? Are it's the pretty.
1: It's man? pretty. It's pretty elevated. It's they're mountains. They're, they yeah, are, they are <laughs> mountains. Um, they weren't clouds though, because it was well. I mean, cloud fog is clouds. Oh, Oh,
0: six thousand six hundred eighty-three feet. Got it. All right, cool. So you were pretty up there.
1: Yeah. So they're you know, I don't know if there are clouds or fog. I just couldn't see. Right. And it was bad. And the other thing too is, I have not done mountain driving ever, ever. And I don't know if you have. have I, you? Ha- I have. So you know. Yeah, about...
0: Yeah. My mom. We were we were going on a trip to Florida, and we were driving through Tennessee. And my mom's like, "All right, I'm gonna have you drive through these, just so you know, like for future, what's gonna happen if you drive through mountains." So those just. Up and down, up yeah, so so, so,
1: <laughs> so those mountains are. I don't know which way you took, but I have driven we through we took the
0: toll route, just so probably just the main so, route on how to get to Florida. Yeah,
1: I I have <clears throat> I've driven through Tennessee and I've never um, I've never oh oh poop-chi. Um I've never had a I had never had an issue, uh-huh. but for some reason whatever road I took there was how steep it was, so I don't know the transmission can't keep up right right when you're in regular drive so it just started being like <laughs> i'm like oh god what is going on and i so i downshifted like i go to like a low yeah, yeah. but it just kept doing it and then i don't know it's just exhausting and i get there okay i show up and i'm I'm tired i I'm, i've been living in airbnbs because those are great Air, Air, airbnb is pretty cool i don't know if i could ever do it but do you know what this is?
0: Yeah, yeah, It's where people just rent out their homes
1: yeah. and or so,
0: apartments and whatever. I show up at
1: like 11. So it was just a long day. 11 in the morning? 11 p.m. Oh, okay. But I left at like 10. <laughs> oh, 10, poor guy. 10 in my time. 10, 10 o'clock. It's the same time zone. But I get there and I go to sleep and I wake up and I go, that I, I perform on the first uh, con, the first concert because um, there's a series of concerts. It's a festival. And... Um, somebody came up to me. and Was like, "Oh, you study with Mister Biggs and Mister Coon or Mrs. Coons, Miss Coons, or I don't know." He said, "Miss," and I was like, "What the hell? Who? They're doc? You know, yeah, they're yeah. Doctor Coons, Doctor Biggs. Is that's how I know him?" And I'm like, "Mister and Miss, like, what is that?" And then I asked Carolyn Borchting, who's who also is a graduate of Western Michigan, but she was also there, and she's a really good and fantastic composer. You should check out her music. Um,
0: is she on SoundCloud.
1: She is and she also has a website. I mean you can just look up her name. Gotcha. So yeah. You can Carolyn what? Borsiting. I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna, I'm really bad at spelling.
0: Figure it out, people. Um, <laughs> I, I'm
1: I I'm I have a link to her website on my website. Okay, cool. So networking. Yeah. Um but she was like, Oh yeah, nobody can be higher than Mr. Jefferson here. Oh and no. I'm like, what do you mean Mr. Jefferson? Like, what is this? <laughs> Thomas Jefferson founded that school.
0: Oh, Oh. Yeah. Oh. So,
1: Thomas Jefferson found the school. <laughs> it was, like, built by slaves. Oh. It was, like, so it's an real,
0: old... so real dark past, this place. I mean,
1: yeah, but it's, you know, it's a it's a university. I mean... It, 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 it is you
0: know, what it is, yeah.
1: It is what it is, unfortunately, and uh, we can only be better. But um, Thomas Jefferson found it, and apparently nobody can be better than Thomas Jefferson, and Thomas Jefferson didn't have a doctorate, so nobody says doctor, and it was just very weird. It was a good. It was NSEM, so it's the nationals. Oh god, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, audience. Uh, National Student Electronic Music Event, um, 2019. Um, and uh, yeah, it was good. A lot of good. A lot of good music happening there. And yeah. uh, then I drove back, and that was oh my god! I hit a blizzard in Ohio.
0: Oh, buddy. <sighs> And I ran out of windshield wiper fluid. Oh, bud! And then I saw a car fly off the road, and I was oh like, "Oh my
1: god!" I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Good thing I'm a musician, and uh, I got this dulcimer saved my life. <laughs> it was just awful. I it was bet. so bad, and. Uh, <laughs> I was watching. I watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay, but I wasn't watching it. I was listening to it, and it was just stress, It was just stressing me out, so I had to turn it off. And then Why I had. Why
2: did you listen to that audio?
1: Because I can't listen. To, I listening to music nowadays is like, it's.
0: You should uh, listen to more podcasts, bro.
1: I I do. Oh. But I also listen.
0: You got an iPhone now. You can just download. I can, out iCloud you get iCloud all of them i mean you got you can download on Podbean which is where my podcast is hosted wink <laughs> <laughs> obviously on the illness because it's you the only way out, you're get, listening to it Get online,
1: <laughs> grab that mouse and 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 oh, i'm not gonna say it oh, this, this is dirty <laughs> anyway um uh, yeah so that's that's i don't know why we started talking about trips Why we t- oh because of my boston i was wondering i oh, thought i thought you went to boston, going to boston. i'm going to boston at the end of march oh cool that's where the seamus uh festival or seamus conference is and sweet yeah. yeah that's i'm that's the big award that i'm nominated for so i hopefully yeah. um, that's a that's a freaking i'm i have no idea how that happened but um
0: <laughs> pretty cool hard work and dedication bro i guess yeah yeah it's a lot of you have Maybe. a lot you have a lot of discipline built in your system impressive. You
1: just gotta, uh, you just gotta want it. You gotta want something, you know.
0: I, I read you. I can. love your. I, love I
1: read you. Do can you know what that's called? What that this sound? Uh, 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 no, I don't know what that's called. What your you your 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 vocal flaps are slapping against your. Uh, 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 oh. Yeah, against your <laughs> vocal fry. Uh. Yeah. What was that? I accidentally just hit that, dude. That's yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. See, doesn't this sound? Yeah. I don't know. That's just. I don't, Whatever.
0: All right. I wonder if these. Let's see. Let's see what we got. We're gonna teach people about. Are you Are you gonna Are you ever mm-hmm. going to integrate the bottle into one of your pieces? The ode. The, uh, the,
1: uh. I don't know. I'd bring the if if to Usually, life. what happens is if I'm writing a piece and I go. Okay. So my music uh, is heavily focused on like. Like it's extremely gestural. Right, it it has to do with the physicality of the musicians playing it. It has to do with this is another reason why I incorporate electronics is because you can get inhumanly sounds out of it. Right, right, right. Things that like you, you, humans right. can't can't play. Um, but uh, usually, like if I'm this? like this gesture, I mean, well, no, you're playing that. Oh, okay. I could so, I could write that out and just, just hold up a cup and hold a really. Yeah. I'm talking about like. Hold on. No, no, no. You don't have to. No, we're going to do it. You, you guys ready for this?
0: Get... Oh, here's a prime example. No, 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 The no, no. music opening to my
1: podcast. So I'm just going to open up something. And this is something that I've been really interested in, everybody. And I don't know if you're going to... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do, uh, let's see if it actually works.
0: You're going to have to tilt the no, mic. This is,
1: so I'm really interested in... No, it's gonna. It's just going to freak out. And <laughs> that's what I like about it. But a human can't make this sound.
0: Okay human can't make this sound everybody uh oh okay that's a human it. making that sound
1: <laughs> ready guys here we go
0: hello yeah, yeah I can hear it
1: I don't know if anybody can hear it
0: well, it's coming up
1: on the it's pretty gnar it's pretty gnarly yeah it is it sounds kind of like hell if a lay person were to say anything But it's my computer feeding back into itself.
0: Isn't that what Chris was doing? Or he was doing that with his interface, right? With one of his pieces? Yes. Gotcha.
1: Um, But, for example, right here. Hello? 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 Anyway, it's responding to what I'm saying. And then, because I am not running it through speakers, it's feeding back into itself. But... I think it's very interesting that a human can't make that sound. Um, and uh, dope, it's, it's pretty. That's what I'm talking about. No. What did you ask me that? What is?
0: What did I ask? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> You're talking about? Um, oh, you were like. You brought that up. You, uh, yeah, we were. Just, I, I
1: humanly, know. humanly possible sounds. Oh, yeah. I, I was just saying that. That's another reason why I use electronics. Oh, yeah. gesture. gesture. You asked me about glottis. Yes, I asked you about glottis. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like. If I'm ever writing a piece that's super gestural and I'm like, not gestural. I, if I'm ever writing a piece and I'm like, I need a glottal, I'll, I'll put it in there. But it hasn't happened yet. Okay. It's usually, it's, it's a pretty, <laughs> first gonna, off, it needs a human to, yeah. it, like a vocalist to do it. And it's no, it's hard to find a vocalist who would want to do That's We call those kind of things like extended vocal techniques. Gotcha. And that's kind of, um, it's, yeah. it's, it's damaging. It can be damaging. Gotcha. If you're not doing it right.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, especially like an opera singer would never want to do that. Yeah, first off, opera singers make a lot of money, uh-huh. and they're like, you know, because they're really good at what they do. But their voices are, yeah, and they can't replace that. They can't replace their voice. Right, like, right, like a violin or something. So yeah. they, they're very like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right, but yeah.
0: Yeah, Tommy will be in here Sunday. We'll introduce everybody to the the Goose Boy. Oh yeah, Tommy Kelly. Yeah, Thomas. He's gonna tell the tale. Yeah. it's a short tale. It's not that exciting.
1: Yeah, I'll let him do that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a this friend group. These first three episodes is, you know, we need to get Frankie on here.
0: Oh, Frankie's coming in the thirty first, bro. And then uh, Drew's coming in the tenth.
1: Is that? Is that May? Oh, March. March. I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tommy's Tommy's next Sunday, and then the March third is Matt Purcell. March 10th is my our buddy Drew, and then March 17th is our buddy Jordan. <clears throat> and then Mar- Angel is that the cook? No, Angel is actually uh, a old friend from Marengo when I lived there for three years. He was actually the first kid I met uh, at Marengo. We were both new, and we just kind of were like, Hey, cool, you know, yeah, but we should, we should, uh, you, you should, you should have
1: a segment where. Eventually, I mean, obviously, this is brand new. Uh, this podcast is brand new, and you're, you're you're just starting out. I would love to come back and like we could do like a group thing or oh, I that's why keep I want up, keep up with Eug- it, you know
0: e- Eugene has my other interface right now, uh, but I'm gonna get that back from him and get another get another microphone so I can get a third in here and we can have a, <laughs> we can have like you, me, and Drew in here or something like yeah. that, or you, me, and Tommy. But uh, starting April fourteenth. The Game of Thrones starts, <clears throat> and I'm gonna be going to Matt Purcell's every Sunday, and me, him, and Skirky are gonna sit down every Sunday. Michael wants to get involved. I gotta talk to Matt Purcell. It's his place. I can't really dictate that rule. Um, I'm sure he'll be okay with it. Have you? So it seems.
1: Have you thought about? I think I think this would be well. It's are you gonna do like a commentary on the episodes after you watch it?
0: Yeah, the first uh, the fourteenth is when it airs. So we're gonna kind of come up with theories on what we think what the hell's gonna happen, and then we're gonna make fun of how wrong we were <laughs> <laughs> oh. down the road. Cool. Uh, yeah. But yes, uh, we're gonna talk about every episode after on each. It's gonna be called Shane of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun. Um. What were you gonna ask what is segments and what, what, you were gonna say something and then you kind of stopped after I was talking about Shane of Thrones and the progression of this podcast you were gonna go off on something with that
1: oh uh, no I um, I probably had a thought and then I was like eh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: whatever no oh. I, was, I was I wanted to call it the bastards from the north but I'm the only this ba- podcast no 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 no, no, hey. no the Shane of Thrones episode. But you gotta, I, I looks- was like, oh, I'm the only bastard from the North. I was born in South Dakota. Fun fact for everybody. So I'm a bastard of the North. Fargo. He's Fargo North Dakota. Fargo easy. I was born an hour away from North Dakota. I was born on an Air Force base. I'm as American as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in their system. If there's a draft, I'm first on the list. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Yeah.
1: If there's a draft, when, dra- yeah, when there's a dra- actually, I'm pretty sure that warfare at this point isn't even like we don't even need humans. I think
0: it's gonna go to. I think. I think it's just now at the point where it's gonna be drones. It's just, so f- and-
1: it's just all fucked. Like that's so fucked up. I there was a piece. What? So there was a piece uh, that I experienced once, and I forget the title because I'm really dumb and bad at names. But this piece, I think it was like Operation. Oh, oh God, what is it? I'm almost at it. I, whatever. This great ensemble, Daliente, uh, is a contemporary music ensemble here in Chicago. Um, they um, put on a festival, or they put on a uh, party every year. And the first time I went to this, they had a piece that um, had musicians behind screens. And in f- the screens were see-through. And then on the other side of it, so and then the audience was see, sitting here wa- looking at the screens. And then behind the audience, there were people with PS4 controllers, and the PS4 controllers control the electronics of the piece. Now this is this is what I'm talking about. Like this is what interests me because that is, it's that's, that's it's pretty interesting. It's very like what what is about to happen here, and then you sit and you watch it, and it's like okay, and it's either like okay that that was bad, that didn't really make any sense, or it's like oh shit, that was awesome, and like whoa, but the great thing about electronics is usually most of the time, if you can figure it out, everything can be connected and controlled through some way, shape or form. Right. So this, these controllers were playing, you know, they were playing the, they were controlling sounds with their controllers. The, the, the musicians behind the screens, one was a cellist, one was a percussionist. I, I, am not too sure the instrumentation. There was four screens, four musicians behind those screens and then four people playing PS4 controllers and the PS4 controllers are making music and there's a projector there's projectors on each of these screens so every once in a while projector would flash and so you could see, when the projector would play on the screen it, you you wouldn't see the musician anymore gotcha the musician would go away okay and it would show something but then when the video went away you could see to the screen and see the musician on the other side cuz they have like lights on them gotcha and it was just really beautiful thing but then it turned into this like and my friend mike got so mad Because
0: Michael Flynn, yeah, Michael Flynn got upset. Yeah, because
1: he was really loving the piece, and then it just all of a sudden it's like this really intense moment, and all everybody's going crazy, and like the cellist is putting like a Red Bull can in his (laughs) in his strings, and it's just like (laughs) it's just like making all this dope sound, and all of a sudden there's footage of like actual drone strike footage, and it became this it became this commentary of like how humans. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to try to pretend what it is. I kind of gathered that it was like, oh, people are playing these video games that are like, you know, really realistic. And, uh, you know, this is really happening. And people are like, innocent people are dying. So Mike was like, what the fuck, man? This is a fucking party. This is a music party. Like we're here. Right. we're all drinking. There's an right, open bar. To have a good time. Open bar, food. And it was like, <laughs> this really <laughs> serious piece. This art piece of music that was like, <coughs> oh my God. And it was real footage. It was like homes being blown up. And, and and it's happening. But it's it's what's, it just it was, I thought it was, I think art, I think that's what art should do. I think it should challenge that. Mike was. It's
0: uh, a cross, uh, ban- it, it should cross boundaries. It should.
1: Well, it should, it, that's the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should <laughs> challenge some kind of thought. It, or cha- I believe that it should make somebody think something. Yeah. whether that's about lollipops or right. happy times with a friend yeah. or what or anger you know whatever it is i think music should invoke some kind of, of feeling and that it that was successful and it was it was just get sounded cool but like <laughs> it was just bizarre to program it at that time.
0: The tact wasn't there. It was the wrong time to show that yeah. type of piece at that setting.
1: But and then when I moved into my place now, Langston and I had a conversation. Langston is a good friend of mine. He's one of my roommates. He's got a we went we did our undergrad together.
0: I hope Langston Lewis comes on here. I feel like Langston Lewis yeah. hates me. <laughs>
1: okay, Langston hates nobody, if anything everybody else. In the world hates, and Langston is just a cuddle <laughs> bear who is like,
0: he's so calming. I want to get him in, I want to get him here, I want to get him in here, Dude, like I want to talk our, about magic, I want to talk about video they're games. They're playing this and stuff new like, game called, um, Apex? No, something <laughs> chess, auto chess. What's auto chess? And it's
1: based on, it's based off of like a mod from Dota 2. Oh, okay. They love it. And I just I, I just started playing League of Legends and it's really
0: addicting and fun, but I now I have no time to do it. Crap. <laughs> I'm just kidding, League of I Legends is not, not crap. It's meant for a certain type of gamer. I'm just not that it's like type the, of gamer. It is the biggest it's I'm it's your biggest st- right now, I'm your stereotypical shooter. Yeah, yeah. I shooter. Mean, it's video games. You're
1: into, but it's super strategic, which I know you like.
0: I do like strategy. Build, I build. just like sitting down with my guys and playing magic. Yeah, you like drone strikes. <laughs>
1: you like drone striking people and thinking it's real. I don't drone
0: strike people. I just shoot them in the face with a shotgun and it feels good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm yes. right
0: up in personal with them in the game. This That's, is a video game I'm talking about. I don't even own a gun. I probably will one day. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I have thought about it. Thought of, I thought I, I am yeah, yeah.
1: definitely like because of all this stuff I mean, happening, I've been like we don't need them, but it doesn't seem like they're going away. And I'm, I'm literally, sometimes I'm scared and I would actually just get it for protection or just please get rid of all the guns. I don't give a shit. I, I, I don't need a gun. I don't think anybody else really needs one anymore.
0: Right. That, that
1: brings up the point again. And this is what I'm trying to get to is the fact that warfare is not, it's We don't, you're not going to get drafted. You know why? Because we can just, computers are just going to do it all.
0: Well, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's it's going to evolve into cyber warfare at that point, and complete- shutting down all the grids instead of actually bombing people, you just shut off all the technology and turn everything into the Stone Age for a moment. Or you
1: shut off all the grids and have their bombs just bomb themselves, right? And
0: which is just like, oh,
1: <laughs> and <laughs> it's completely impersonal. And we, there was a big fight in my apartment, and I kind of, I got out of it as fast as I could. But between my buddy Chris and Langston, who were just like talking about how. Yeah, I'm not going to go there, but it was just, like, this giant, like, it's becoming personal, but it's saved, drones have saved lives, but, like.
0: But they kill, it's. It's just, yeah, it's it's just a lot of stuff, but it's. It's it's, a a sketchy topic, topic, too. I don't know, it's making me depressed, we should should, um, talk about it. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah, it is kind of a sad, it's a real topic, but it's sad. It is, no, I mean, I can talk about it. I mean, we don't don't need to go into it. I I am
1: about the farthest away from anybody (laughs) who would, who would. I yeah. I don't want war and I don't really I think America needs to calm down a little bit. So, true. Just like I do live here though and I I'm happy with how my life has been, but uh, then again I'm I've had a I am i have had I'm am very very privileged. Not very privileged, but I'm I'm I've had it. You've easy. had it rough, bud. I've had it easy compared to <coughs> some people.
0: Correct. We 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 are very blessed to be born in this country. Yes, it has its flaws, but we still live in a country where we have roofs over our heads and freaking raising canes down the road, okay? <laughs> There's yes. a lot of privileges that this country Taco has ball. granted us, and yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Well, what what are you... Yeah, 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 you said you had a couple questions for me. What, what, what do you got for me, bud? He was talking to me about this outside, though. I don't outside know. of the podcast he had a few questions i'm kind of curious i don't really remember oh that's fine i
1: think i i think i've moved moved away i don't know i don't i think we've answered yeah i don't um yeah i i mean I. we answered that i wanted to ask about other people coming on and oh yeah what you i don't know what is this
0: what is this podcast what what am I doing here? What, what is he, this? What are you doing here? You're my you're you're, you're oh, I my hair. You you are clearly my best friend and uh Oh clearly. You hear that everybody else? Clearly. Just back off. All right? Motherf- clearly, clear clearly
1: motherfucker. Clearly I'm his best friend, okay?
0: Clearly. No. No. I have I ha- I have a
1: Shane Shane has many besties.
0: I do. There's a lot of him.
1: But I've learned so much from Shane too. Oh yeah. I've learned
0: what have you learned from me
1: <laughs> i've learned how to be compassionate and loving and caring and commit and i've oh this is so oh, romantic wow no i've learned i've learned a lot of things but um i think i think shane's friend yeah i'm the best friend
0: the, yeah uh, uh probably <laughs> yeah um i i this the podcast yeah is, talk to me talk to me what is your what is this what are we the, doing here? the whole point to be completely honest, is because, as you know uh, perfectly well, you lived with me for the two years where I literally just worked and did nothing. Uh, this is... That's something. This is a new...
1: I've been watching Intervention. Oh, God. That's nothing. <laughs> Go watch Intervention.
0: I, I'm okay. Go I, watch Hoarders. I, I, I'm okay. Go. I, I'd rather watch The Umbrella Academy. You don't have <laughs> 13 dead cats <laughs> stuffed I, under, I, your,
1: <laughs> under your... <laughs> Under your sofa. Dude, I swear to God. No, it's pretty... Yeah, I don't have that. Like, I, intervention? Dude, I, they're, they're like, like, I am so eh. sad. I am going to... And these people have legitimate diseases, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form making fun of them. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God. where I could not picture myself going to a party and being like, yo, is that, is that, is that meth? <laughs> yo, can I... Can I have that? I'm Good. really... Even when I was in the lowest of the low and I got... It was pretty bad for a long time you know, emotionally for me. I was never... I mean, like weed and tr- like alcohol. I started smoking cigarettes. That, that was bad. But
0: there's people yeah, like... But we're, there's people like I... We're getting over it, bud. Well, you definitely have been longer for me. Oh, the one the other day, it was like,
1: I oh, I drink hand sanitizer. I'm addicted to hand sanitizer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yo...
0: That's, that's not good. That's not good at all for anything. It's in, the equivalent of, of
1: that. And then he chugged them. And he would just be like, oh. Um, I just pointed to a. Bottle of good, Tito's. Good old Tito's bottle right in yeah. front of us. Yeah. So it's. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's you're, you're, you did stuff. You did work. So go on, sorry. I wanted to interject. Stop, <laughs> stop poo-pooing
0: yourself. Yeah. Uh, no, it was... I'm not poo-pooing myself. Poo-pooing. I'm, I'm, ex- Poo-poo, poo. I, I'm explaining myself. This is... I spent a lot of time and unfortunately a lot of money on a card game and got really obsessed with that. And... Uh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Magic the Gathering is, a, is is a drug. It, it is and a, it, it should <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe be on an intervention. <laughs> There's probably someone who is a lot worse off than us when it comes to their addiction to the game. Although
1: there is there is a show called My Strange Addiction. Also, yeah. I'm weird. When I write music, that's another part of my process that I I don't really tell people who interview me. <laughs> I always have like TV on in the background. Oh she, yeah, a composer, always, a composer yeah, always- John Zorn also does this, but like. I, I usually don't listen to anything when I'm like mixing, mastering, or using, like working with <laughs> electronics. But when I'm like writing notation in, and I can do it, I can kind of hear it in my head. So I, I, and I know what I like to write. So I, I usually just go off that. But I've been listening. At the, my strange addiction. This guy, <laughs> dude, he he had. He's like I'm addicted, or not my strange addictions. It is my strange addictions. He's like I am in I am in a romantic relationship with all seventeen of my inflatable animals, and they're all like pool toys and I was like oh man I get like I get like the people eating their cat hair and I get the people like (laughs) who are like I'm in love with roller coasters but this person was like I have I cannot leave my house I my my wife is this pink thing." (laughs) so I don't know Magic the Gathering
0: yeah Yeah, addiction I you spent a lot of money this is I haven't I obviously you are probably not spending as much time as we used to with magic I'm assuming you... Yeah, dude, you're, I, I, get, I, I get it. I haven't... I wish, I, 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 wish yeah, I could. Yeah, I haven't been spending that much time with it either. I got I got to the point where it was just like, okay, bud, you got, you just got to cut it out. Like, you got to you know, pull the Band-Aid off and just cut it out of your life for the time being and be more responsible. It's all about balance, though. <clears throat> of course it's about balance, but I just couldn't seem to yeah. find that balance. That and I, that is the addiction. Right. So... I'm this is basically my new hobby I want I wanted something to be proud of and yes I know nothing when it I I know very little when it comes to the like how to get this all out there and monetizing and all that stuff maybe that'll that'll most likely come someday I don't know when I don't know the specifics yet um fuck off with your texting um I didn't that w- I don't know what that was. Elliot just texted me, don't put yourself down. I'm not trying to put myself down. I'm trying don't to put yourself shed, down. I'm trying to shed some light. Also, you should silence your computer when you're doing this. <laughs> I, I don't know how to silence. What it. If somebody I FaceTime you. I tried to I tried to I'm fac- gonna FaceTime you right now. I tried to no don't <laughs> I'm FaceTiming don't, him. Don't do it. Please don't do it, bud. Oh, just, where is it? Out of respect, please don't do it. Please okay, don't. It's don't yeah, it's, this is fun. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's fun. Um I I, can, I, I can find send you I find this medium a lot more exciting than radio, and obviously, radio is still a thing. And serious Radio is obviously, in my opinion, a little more superior than regular radio. But why is that? Why be I? No interruptions. No, no, no commercials or anything like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, Goodness. just yeah. <laughs> And then this medium is, yes, there might be ads someday on my podcast. That's if people decide to sponsor me. It's and, the same reason why I'm in
1: the music I'm into. It's because you're free to do whatever you want.
0: Right. Well, and then I, me, Michael, and Eugene would sit around for a, for a while and just play video games and, you know, talk crap. And, you know, there'd be conversations on, Man, what if we just set set a camera in front of us while we were playing Mario Kart and just like either streamed it or made it into like this wacky little podcast? And I was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea," but no one wants to watch three fatties just you know play video games. Which I'm totally wrong on that because you know Tim the Tap Man's fat and he plays video games, and I sit there and watch his 20 minute clips every day because because you play that video game. I, yeah, play, I, I mean, yeah, because it's I usually
1: play. it's usually it's never the. Yeah, it's usually like you watch the these things because they're about something that you're right. interested in. Now, people do want to watch three people goof off in a room when it's like a sitcom. Right. So like, I mean, you explored writing
0: for a while. I did. Yeah. So I've been exploring writing just in a different way. I'll tell you all about that someday. You know about it, but I'm going to keep it to myself for now um okay. just until i start actually going and doing it um that was one of the main reasons on why i started this is because i just i knew i could just start doing it and doing something right, right? and learning from my mistakes while doing this thing and getting better at it and improving myself at it and i'm just going to keep going at it and going on the grind and i believe that they're I firmly believe that there's still a... Dis- there's, it's a progressive disconnect that we are all getting to with our cell phones. And... Ooh. Yeah, hold on, bud. Oh, yeah. Hold on, bud. Let's talk about that. Hold on, bud. I understand that I am starting a medium that involves my cell phones. But I also get to sit in front of people and talk one-on-one, especially with my best friends, because we all are so busy. And we all are living our lives and being adults now. Which is great, and I'm proud of everybody in my life, and I believe that us as a friend group is a very interesting dynamic compared to a
1: yeah, lot I mean, of people. We're all extremely, I think. I mean, <laughs> with the exception of maybe a few hookups with Frankie and I, <laughs> uh, we were very, um, very loyal. We, we back each other up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of friend groups do that, but yeah. I mean, you, you guys play a huge role in in who I am now because of how much you were involved in my childhood childhood. But, um, uh, Oh,
0: but obviously in the progression of this podcast, there's going to be people that aren't my close friends, but in the beginning it has to be my close friends because one, I truly believe in you and Skirky's story. And I believe that it should be put out in this medium. And I am glad that you're allowing me to be the first person to put your stories out on this medium. And, bring people's attention to you as well obviously it's going to bring some kind of attention to me and if people decide to keep listening to my podcast I'm very grateful but I understand if people don't listen I'm not I'm not a Joe Rogan I'm not a Dax Shepard I'm not a Jocko Willink I don't know who those people are
1: (laughs) but um I do know who you are and I know that you've always loved to talk and you're good at you're good at discussions and I think you're good at it and also, that's the beautiful thing about um, these stories. There's always going to be one, right? There's that. Like, it's not like now my story is over. I've done this podcast. There's going to be more. right? Absolutely. So that's, I think, what is. I think you found something that is pretty. Uh, it's it's conducive to. I think it's. I think it, it's conducive to creating a happiness yeah. and fulfillment for you because you've always. Now, this is this is pretty... I, as long as I've known you, you've always loved to talk about these things and love to talk about, you know, oh, I want to be an actor. I want to be a writer. I want to be a chef. I want to work in a magic shop and, like, all these things. And it was always just kind of, like... It was just kind of talking and dreaming, right? But now you're actually like, you know what I'm just going to do? I'm just going to record myself dreaming. I'm just going to record myself talking and I'm going to record <laughs> myself doing that stuff. And... That, I think, is real. It's true. It's honest. It's raw. And I think that raw... I think genuine um, originality sells better than doing something that you think... uh, Doing something that you you probably... It just... It'll turn out. You just got to keep going.
0: Oh Yeah. Peter
1: Dinklage. I told... Who did (coughs) I know? I told my sister to watch that Peter Dinklage speech. Because she was like, man, I'm people are moving away and, uh, but like, they're not like, uh, I guess her boyfriend is, my sister is dating somebody who's moving to New York and she's at Milliken University studying musical theater. Hi her, Emma. Her boyfriend's moving away to con- pursue acting in New York, but they're going to, they're going to remain together, which is, which is great. I mean, my, myself and Catherine have been together for five years and have done long distance. Um, but he's waiting to sell his car, but she was saying that there's a, there's, she's like, you just got to go.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah no elliot elliot and Catherine have as he said have been together for five years and i i've known Catherine for five years as well and they are two of my favorite human beings and their relationship has thrived over the years and it's very impressive and very endearing, and I love them both. And it's a lot wow, of things. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of it, it, it. has brought a light in to my life. Uh. That's beautiful. Don't,
1: listen, it's been a gritty. It's been rough. You know? Yeah, but it's
0: that's, that's but the beautiful part of the story.
1: We've, it's we've because uh, you've
0: gone through that those yeah, trials.
1: We've we've grown as a we've grown together because of it. I think, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: yeah, it's uh. nice. Yeah, I just I I wanted to start this podcast cuz I needed to do something. I can do it. I've been doing it. I'm going to continue doing it if people like it. Great. If people don't. I'm sorry. That's good. I think I'm that's sorry. a
1: good answer. That's a good answer to my question. Um Yeah. That's I think that's that's yeah, if you were like I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. I saw somebody doing it, and I thought it looked cool. I try it out, but I think it's. You it sounds like you. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome. I
0: definitely put some more thought into it before I actually bought this equipment. I also,
1: I also think you're you you you. Yeah, this is good.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, bud. Well, I think, I think we can cut it. You got to get to bed. You got an interview tomorrow. I you got to get ready for the day. I gotta. I, I gotta do. Get up pretty I, early. I I I do. Before we go, I do want to say I do appreciate you setting the time by setting the time aside and actually doing this with me. Oh, I absolutely. appreciate it. No, it, it was
1: it's my pleasure. I mean, I wish I wish we could go forever, but I need to. I no. do need to get to sleep.
0: Oh, there'll be more to come.
1: Oh yeah. I oh, mean, as yeah. as I will hopefully maybe after. I don't know. I'm hope I'm hopefully gonna be coming here. Fing,
0: um, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, hopefully if they like me at the at the at the northwestern.
0: It's um, hard not to.
1: Oh, cheers. Man.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: All right, bye, everybody. Mm, I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Thomas bye. next week. It's gonna be great. Bye.